right now in the beginning stages of setting discipline and setting that foundation of what you are trying to build, it needs that nurture and it needs that commitment because it's still in the early stages and it's still fragile. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Yan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way. And I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hello friends, welcome to this week's episode of Hello 20s. So today's topic is all about discipline. I want to share what I've learned from implementing discipline into my life since the beginning of the year, um, since 20 weeks. I don't know if it's beginning of the year, but it's been 20 weeks. <laughs> and I'm also just going to mostly draw examples from working on my podcast because that is what I have been very consistent on outside of my nine to five work hours. I'll also include a little bit of pottery as well, but that one has been well over 20 weeks. So by sharing what I've learned and how I was able to keep myself on track, I hope it will give you guys some insight and tips on how you can apply it to your life and whatever you want to build discipline and consistency on. But before we begin, let's clarify what it means when we say discipline and why it holds such importance. Discipline can be defined as the ability to control one's behavior and actions, particularly in pursuit of specific goals or desired outcomes. It involves making intentional choices and sticking to them, even when there are obstacles or distractions that are in our way. So why is discipline so crucial? Well, (laughs) it provides us um, a solid foundation for personal growth and development. When we cultivate discipline, we become more focused, more productive, and in control of our lives. It serves as a guiding force that helps us stay on track, especially when faced with challenges or temptations that would deviate from what it is that we want to do or what our higher self wants us to do. Let's get into some of the benefits being disciplined can bring into our life. First, Discipline enhances our ability to concentrate. By setting clear priorities and establishing a routine, we train our minds to stay focused on the tasks on hand. And when we are focused and have clear ideas as to what we want to get done within a time frame, it boosts our productivity. Our mind isn't wandering, debating, or being indecisive with decision making because all of that is time consuming and energy draining and a waste of time. Secondly, discipline helps us develop self-control. When we commit to disciplined practices, we strengthen our ability to resist immediate gratification in favor of long-term rewards. It empowers us to make conscious decisions aligned with our goals even when faced with 
tempting distractions, which is all around us. The first few weeks of practicing discipline is probably going to be the hardest. I mean, getting into any new routine is hard and to stay consistent and practice it on a daily or on a weekly basis is even harder. But once you are able to get through those few challenging weeks, it does become easier. I think sometimes when you are implementing any new habit or trying to be disciplined, the hardest part is the temptations of doing something that is easier and will provide you immediate gratification. With every episode of this podcast, I've learned that discipline is truly the backbone of its success. It has allowed me to maintain a consistent publishing schedule, create a system that works with my life outside of my 9 to 5, and hold me accountable. So by adhering to a discipline routine, I've seen the growth of the podcast and how it has positively impacted the show. And so as for pottery through dedicated practice and sticking to a regular pottery schedule, showing up every week on the same day, I definitely have seen my skills grow and my creativity flourish. It serves as a constant reminder that discipline not only enhances productivity, but also nurtures personal fulfillment and artistic growth. These are the specific actions I implemented to practice and build up my discipline. So first, I established clear goals. By setting clear objectives, I had a roadmap that guided my actions and kept me focused. With any project, with anything related to, I think, work, you have to have a clear goal. Not even work. Just in life, you have to have goals and a clear vision in order to get to your goal. And, you know, sometimes even if you have a clear goal in mind, I think sometimes they can be such big goals that it is hard to figure out how to get there. It's hard to figure out where the steps are to reach there. So break your big goals down into smaller goals. What this looked like for me was breaking my goals down into smaller goals that I wanted to reach every quarter of the year. That gave me three months to focus on each new level that I reach. From there, I broke it down to what I needed to do on a weekly basis. I created a structured schedule, dedicating specific time slots for the podcast-related tasks and pottery practice. When it comes to creating a schedule and a system that worked for me, at first it was hard. I've noticed that over the last few years, my approach of creating any system is really just by doing and experimenting with different productivity styles or ways of organizing, I guess you can say, and then adjusting it to fit my needs and my schedule. I've noticed that what has worked best for me is not necessarily scheduling what I need to do based on time, but more based on where my energy level is during the day. So knowing where my energy level is the highest throughout the days and where it is more depleted has helped me figure out when to schedule certain tasks. And this in return has made me more productive and more efficient. You need to let yourself experiment with different ways of doing things and getting things done. Sometimes what may work for you may not be considered efficient in someone else's mind, but if it helps you, then keep doing it. Sometimes when you look online for help on how to create a efficient schedule or routine or be disciplined, you might find the same answers from many people online, many gurus, right? But sometimes those 
don't really work for you. At least sometimes for me, I've noticed that they don't really work for me. But if you are open to just doing and creating a process along the way, instead of outlining a specific process beforehand, you'll start to pick up more quickly as to what works and what doesn't work. And you're able to improvise. When you do this, you start to get into a flow state by actually doing and not overthinking. And this will help you overcome any resistance that you have surrounding what it is that you wanna get done on a daily or weekly basis. So an example of this is that I script my solo videos or episodes, sorry. (laughs) I script my solo episodes, but when I have guests on, they are unscripted. I just have bullet points of questions I want to ask them and just have a conversation with them. But when I am recording by myself, I need to have that structure and I want to make sure I don't miss anything. But there are other podcasters out there who don't script at all and they would advise podcasters not to script because they consider it a waste of time. But for me, I find that it's more efficient for me to script out my solo episodes because my time is very limited when it comes to recording. When I am sitting in front of the mic, I want to hit record and get it done. And you know, this is a one woman show. There's other things I need to do for the podcast. So we don't have much time to sit and just ponder, right? I don't want to sit and think about what I want to talk about while I'm recording because for me, that's a waste of time. I want to be efficient with my time. I want to make sure that each episode is concise with quality information and I have most of my thoughts flushed out. Because as a podcast listener, what annoys me the most is when there are too many tangents and we're not getting to the point of the topic. So for me, as a podcaster, I want to avoid that. So writing out my thoughts on paper is how I am able to organize and deliver my thoughts neatly to you guys. Sometimes my best thoughts come when I'm not sitting in front of a mic or a computer. It comes when I'm doing other things. And so after having those thoughts, I'll come back to my computer and type it out and elaborate. So when I'm scripting, I'm writing out my thoughts. And when I'm recording, it's not always word for word, but because I have it scripted out, I have a good idea as to what I want to say. And so when I'm sitting in front of the mic, I am ready to get it done and then move along. If I did what other podcasters recommended, I would probably not be as efficient and I would probably have a lot more resistance just sitting in front of the mic, not having all my thoughts flushed out and ready to go. So do what it is that you need to do that works best for you. And once you're in that flow state, it becomes easier to be consistent. So remove any resistance in order to be consistent. And do what it is that you need to do to be efficient in your own way so that you're more inclined to follow through with your daily or weekly task and routine. When you follow through with your routine, you start to build discipline. Another thing that has helped me build discipline was setting boundaries and saying no to things. So once I was able to create a schedule that worked for me, that meant that there were certain days after work that was dedicated to prepping the podcast, researching, recording, editing, and also pottery. And so in order to stay consistent and 
especially in the beginning stages of building any routine, it's important to not interrupt that progress because you're still in the early stages of building that foundation. It's still in the early stages and kind of weak. So any interruption in the beginning can ruin the drive, the consistency, at least for me. I know that in my case, I had to be intentional with my time. I had to show up every single day or every single week in order to really build that mindset and build that discipline and that routine into my life. And if I had any interruption, I know it's going to bring me 10 steps back, at least in the beginning stages. So with setting boundaries, I knew that there were specific days of the week or a time of the day where I had to get that type of work done. This meant I had to say no to meeting friends, seeing people, going to events if it happened to be during that specific day or that specific time. I even told some of my friends like, you know, I hate being this person, but I can't hang out X, Y, and Z days for now because those are the days that I work on the podcast after work or those are the days that I have pottery classes. It's hard to set those boundaries, especially because I know that as an adult, it is hard to schedule time to see friends, but I think it's super crucial in the beginning stages of when you are building discipline to stick to it. Setting boundaries is hard, but it's a way to protect your energy and your time for what is important to you. This isn't to say that, you know, your friends or going to these events is not valuable, but more so that right now in the beginning stages of setting discipline and setting that foundation of what you are trying to build, it needs that nurture and it needs that commitment because it's still in the early stages and it's still fragile and you need to protect it. Once you have built a strong discipline mindset and foundation, then you are able to be more flexible and you're able to add more onto your plate. I've also learned that knowing when to say no can really free you. If you say yes to too many things, you spread yourself thin, you don't have any energy or time left for your personal goals, which I fully believe everyone owes it to themselves to give dedicated time and energy to. As for the challenges that I faced these last 20 weeks, there were certainly moments when maintaining discipline became difficult. One challenge was battling procrastination and distractions. It's no secret that social media and other forms of entertainment can easily sidetrack us and leave us scrolling or watching for hours on end. So to overcome this, one tactic that has helped me was just envisioning my future. And it sounds dumb, but it's really what worked for me. Uh, so I'm going to share it. I didn't envision my future too far out. I envisioned it just one year from now. I think having a one-year vision is the sweet spot because it's long enough where you know it's not going to happen overnight if you do something right now, but it's short enough that you know if you consistently work every day or every week, you will get there. So when I catch myself scrolling too much on my phone, I think about where I want to be in a year and how if I want to get close to that, I need to get off my phone and use my time more wisely. 
Setting boundaries has also helped keep me focused. Promising to yourself to keep those boundaries is hard, but I think about how when I make promises to people, I show up because I don't want to disappoint them. So when you make promises to yourself, it's easier to break them, but I think the worst person to disappoint is yourself. It really goes back to thinking about my future self and not wanting to disappoint that one year future version of me. Because I always think back to times where I wanted to do things or I wanted to start things and I never did or I never stayed consistent. And I've just learned that, you know, time is going to fly by whether you do it or you don't. So I'd rather have time fly by and have that one year experience or one year of consistency under my belt versus one year later, I'm still where I was originally debating and you know starting but stopping starting then stopping so I think it has built a lot of inner drive when I think back to my past once in a while I'll use tactics like the Pomodoro techniques to get myself hyper focused for at least an hour or so so I can get some stuff done also with the Pomodoro technique it has just helped me get started I find that finding the momentum to get started is honestly 50% of what is considered the hard part of what you want to do, you know, finding and mustering that energy to start. But when you are past that point, when you have started, then you're more likely to continue and it then will be a little bit more effortless. So the Pomodoro technique helps in terms that if there is this like huge resistance in me to get started um, because I am just thinking about the task that I needed to get done and it feels like a lot and it feels like I'm going to spend a lot of time doing it, then at least with the Pomodoro technique, I will at least do 25 minutes. And if it's still, you know, taking a t lot of energy in me to do it, then I'm going to take a break. I know that there is going to be a break. Another tactic that has helped me is just reframing your shoulds. So if you find yourself having these thoughts of maybe I should do X instead of watching TV, or maybe I should be reading instead of scrolling on my phone. When the thought is framed in a should sentence, it can sometimes bring a lot of resistance to actually do the actual thing. So instead you can acknowledge what you are currently doing and then ask yourself, what could I be doing to help my future self? It's a very small and simple exchange of words, but it can sometimes help reframe things and get you up and going. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it doesn't hurt to try and experiment. Words can be powerful. So sometimes a little small exchange of words may be what it takes to get you started. Accountability partners are also something that you can try. For me, I don't know if it's because I haven't found the right accountability partner or what, but it doesn't really work for me. So an alternative is journaling. Journaling has actually helped me a lot in terms of just keeping myself accountable, especially when I'm writing out entries. I find it more helpful than having a accountability partner. However, another alternative to that is paying for classes or for someone to keep you accountable. And for me, this has helped me in terms of showing up to the pottery studio and practicing every week. Maybe losing money is my driving factor and what helps keep me accountable. But in all seriousness, if you're paying for classes or a master class or a focus group, I know like entrepreneurs, um, they join them. Um, you're basically paying someone who has 
you know knowledge who can help you improve and you are in a environment with like-minded people and all of that can help you be more accountable and build consistency and build discipline so moving on to some key insights that i've gained from these 20 weeks one valuable lesson was the importance of consistency. By consistently practicing discipline, I was able to witness the power of incremental progress. Atomic Habits, the book, is all about this. Small discipline actions compounded over time, resulting in significant growth and accomplishments. You know, I'm just 20 weeks in, but I can already envision what 20 weeks more will look like and I'm excited to see where I'll be then. This also taught me that discipline isn't about making huge leaps but rather taking consistent steps forward and to be transparent there are days when I feel stagnant or I feel like my results are not improving but when I take the time to zoom out and compare wherever I am to January 1st I still see that there is an upward trend. Another insight that I gained was the need for self-compassion. There were moments when I faltered or couldn't meet my own expectations. But I learned that instead of berating myself, it was crucial to extend kindness and understanding for myself the way that I would if my friends couldn't meet an expectation or if they were feeling disappointed about themselves. Practicing this mindset helped me bounce back from setbacks and just maintain a positive outlook throughout the process. All right, so I wanna wrap everything up and reiterate some important key takeaways. To be disciplined with anything in your life, it's important to start small and build momentum gradually. Trying to overhaul every aspect of your life overnight can be overwhelming and counterproductive. Instead, focus on one or two areas where discipline can have the most profound impact and gradually expand from there. Create a structured routine or a schedule. Allocate specific time slots for your chosen activities. This will help reduce decision fatigue. Break your big goals down into smaller goals. And even if you hit your goals a little after the timeline, still celebrate it and acknowledge your hard work. Just like when you're working in a team, people work better when their hard work has been recognized. So give yourself a moment for that recognition. Accountability is a key component to cultivating discipline. So share your goals or progress with a trusted friend, mentor, or community if that is what will help you. If not, you can journal. Set boundaries with yourself and with other people and with your time. This doesn't mean you have to be a stickler, but at least in the beginning stages, be protective over your time and your energy with what you are building and nurturing. Surround yourself with like-minded people who share your aspirations and values. I'm going to give a little shout out to my friends Alice and Alex because they are the ones that I surround myself with when it comes to creating content and, you know, our interests and conversations really help me when I am feeling low or unmotivated And then lastly, I want to offer words of encouragement. You know, cultivating discipline is not an overnight transformation. It's a lifelong practice, but you have to be patient with yourself. Celebrate small victories so you don't feel 
overworked or burned out and trust in the power of consistent effort achieve the goals when discipline is mastered you're able to achieve the goals that you set out for yourself and potentially change your life as well so best of luck i know you can do it it's just that starting is truly the hardest part but if you keep showing up you stay consistent and you don't break your own promises it will start to become second nature all right thanks so much again for listening to this week's episode please share or let me know if this episode has helped you and i will talk to you in the next episode bye Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.